Triple Whale has just launched a simple finance platform called FinHub, and I'm already loving it. One simple dashboard for all the tools and accounts you're already using, so you can gain clarity with your consolidated data, your real-time cash flow, your accrual P&Ls. It's designed to help those brands that are built on Shopify to operate smarter. So go over to triplewhale.com and check it out. This was a topic you talked about on your podcast where you help uncover e-commerce follies and just create better, more accessible websites. And the topic is product description tabs. So so what these are, if you're not quite sure what I'm referring to is when you go and you look like at a product page, Best Buy actually has some decent ones, but if you look at the product website, you'll see a few different tabs or like a folder that you can click and one will be the description maybe one will be nutritional information or product dimensions the other will be warranty information and let's say the last one is reviews and this is actually a really terrible idea on a why is this such a terrible idea if you're thinking about either removing your product tabs from your website why should you go ahead and do that or if you're thinking of putting them in for god's sakes why should you stop and put the brakes <laughs> on that product project yeah, so there's actually two different ways too that you'll see this. It's either an accordion or it's a tab. So think about tab like you have a filing cabinet or uh, an accordion where things get collapsed. In. Or your 9 million Chrome tabs yeah. would have been the obvious example. <laughs> That's true because I do have like 60 different tabs open right now on my browser. Um, so those are two different examples of what product tabs could look like. Um, many people create them because they think that it looks better, that it, again, it creates this ability to put more information in a small section of your product page. Really what's happening is you're hiding really important information at a quick glance. And when you're on a product page, people are just going to scroll down looking for that, that piece of information that they're looking for. Whether, like you said, it's, you know, maybe it's sizing information or nutritional facts, but when it's hidden behind these tabs, they just don't see it at all. Another big issue is that um, many times the way that tabs are built, the, the code behind them, they are not accessible. Meaning uh, if someone is visually impaired and they're using a screen reader, for example, mm-hmm. they, they actually can't see what's behind those tabs. They won't even know that they're there. And in a similar Um, vein, I guess, if you will, is that when it's hidden from a screen reader, it's also hidden from Google, which means for your SEO, all of that content that's there is likely not being indexed by Google and you're missing out on some of the most important pieces that help boost your SEO. Yeah, that sounds like a, an awful idea for, for two reasons. And shameless plug for the next episode, we are going to be talking about how to optimize your, your website for accessibility and more importantly for your blind and visually impaired customers. So let's take that information from the from the tabs. Should it be on the product display page? I know that you talked about like shipping policies and all that. It's pretty standards that won't help with SEO. What is the best practice then for that information that you want or maybe are legally required to have on your website and to get that on your product display page without making it hideous? Yeah, well, and I think that's the the biggest piece right there is that people think that having a long product page or having too much information makes it ugly. You can still have a beautiful product page 
that has a lot of content. There is no reason why people won't scroll. And I promise you, they will scroll. But ultimately, you have to think about the user's experience. And if they have to dig and search for this information, they're not going to, first of all. But if they do have to dig for it because they really need to know, maybe it's the nutrition information that's a required piece, they're going to be doing shortcuts, whatever shortcut works for them. Maybe that is a a control find on the page, or they're going to be looking at other areas on the site. So what you can do is link to it. If you have to have... Um, shipping and return information on your product page, which I think is a good idea, just link to it. Just say, hey, for more information on our shipping and returns, go here, and it'll it'll take you to that page. But if you have um, information that has to be on the product page, like, for example, nutrition information, just use headers. So if you have like a heading two, for example, which is built into Shopify that says nutrition facts or ingredients, then at a glance, people can just scroll through it and easily find exactly what they're looking for. So there's no reason not to use headings to your advantage. There's also this idea of using fake tabs. And if you think about it, like when you click on a link and it drops you farther down the page, um, those are called anchor tags. And essentially, you have a link towards the top that has nutrition information, and then it takes you down to the farther down on the bottom of the page where it's kind of hidden, but it's not out of sight, and Google can still see it. Uh, no, I think that's a really smart workaround. And for an example of those, Costco uses them. Yeah. You can tell I've been shopping from home over the last year. And I think just to to hone in on that really quickly, if you look at Amazon's page, for example, none of them have product tabs, not a single one of them. So there is no reason why you can't have longer descriptions uh, or different sections, much like the way that Amazon has it, where they have reviews that you can link down. They have um, shipping details so that, you know, you you know how big your box is going to be. Like all of that can be linked farther up the page, but it's not actually crowding sort of what's above the fold, if you will. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and good opportunity to plug Shogun, sponsor of the podcast, if you want to take your page development a little bit further. So fun fact about the heading tags in Shopify. People crap on Shopify for SEO all the time because of the URL structure, just whatever it is. Shopify actually does, I, I you would probably know better than I would, but they're the tags are rendered as H2, so they're more visually appealing, but they're presented to Google as an H1 for importance, and that's out of the box. Oh, I didn't know that, actually, but I think that's a good point to say that like, when you're looking at the, the benefits of SEO and not using tabs, when you have these headers, at, for, for, first of all, every page needs to have at least a heading one or a heading two, uh, ideally both. But when you structure your page as heading one, heading two, heading three, heading four, it creates this structure so that one, Google can better understand it, but also your your screen readers can better understand it and they can navigate through it. But creating that structure with the headings actually helps build SEO for you. So do, um, don't be afraid to have multiple layers as long as it is semantic, which means it's in order. So I'm not going to go from heading one to heading six. 
Um, but you want it to be semantic and you want it to be logical. So if you have a heading for nutrition information, make sure underneath that is nutritional information. That's a great point. And just another little thing that I always really like is taking the information that would be in tabs and doing it as a product image. A lot of Amazon products do this really well, but for nutritional information, for example, the black and white label, if you have that information, upload that with maybe a lifestyle picture in the background. So if you're doing lemon coffee flavoring, and let's say it's 10 calories and no other nutritional value, take that nutritional label, put it in the foreground, so in focus, and then in the background, have a bunch of coffee and coffee beans and lemons to highlight the flavor of it, just to, to enhance that brand experience a little bit more. Yeah, and stick around for the next episode when we talk a little bit more about accessibility because I'll touch on ways to help with your images for accessibility as well. We are a great outro. That, that's the show. See you tomorrow <laughs> where we talk about exactly what Alana just said. Steel switched to Omnisend and immediately saw a lift in revenue. They started automating their welcome series, card abandonment series, and their post-purchase messaging. Just like Baking Steel is the perfect upgrade for your kitchen, Omnisend is the perfect upgrade for your Shopify store's marketing automation. 70,000 customers from home and kitchen brands to consumables and everything in between trust Omnisend. If you're not using a marketing automation platform that connects directly with Shopify, what are you waiting for? Don't leave revenue on the table this BFCM. Triple Well is doing some amazing things nowadays. They're developing just a huge range of tools to help your brand stay informed and scale. And Whale Mail is where you can get all these details. So head over to triplewell.com and sign up today.